She was one of those pretty and charming teachers, born by a blunder of destiny and a family of educators. She had no necklace lesson plans, no necklace teaching activities, no means of remembering the necklace analysis or being understood or loved by students smart and distinguished unless she figured out some teaching activities for the necklace. And she would receive her teacher evaluation from a little clerk in the Department of Education tomorrow. Luckily... She listened to this podcast and won't have to spend 40,000 francs from Madame Forestier. Hey, this is Trent Lorcher, and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast, where I help ELA teachers thrive in and out of the classroom. In this podcast, I discuss real teaching for real classrooms, whether it's a specific piece of literature, teaching strategy, or life strategy. I talk about things ELA teachers need. I promise that with each podcast episode, you'll have something you can use today. All right, welcome. I'm speaking to you from the bowels of my middle school. Not really, it's a little tiny private room to the side of my classroom. I had a little time after school today. I thought I would uh, record a podcast or two. I'm in a very small room. I like it, though. It's cozy. Cozy. Anyhow, enough small talk. It's time for the two-minute lesson plan. All right, if you tuned in last week on our episode involving Harrison Bergeron, you already know the two-minute lesson plan. You can eat, So if you taught that lesson, you can teach this lesson too. It's the same lesson. But if you didn't listen to that, first of all, why the heck not? <laughs> Seriously, why not? But if you didn't, I'll save you the trouble. We're going to analyze irony in literature because you can't really teach the necklace without teach. Well, you could. I mean, you could do it. But why would you want to? Teaching irony in the necklace is a good thing. So, on your board right now, class is coming in like two minutes. Time to go. Put up a three-column chart. Label the left column specific example, the middle column type, the right column explanation or analysis. Boom, you're ready to roll. Make sure, of course, you have a copy of the necklace handy, either in your publishing publisher, donated publisher, sold to you a literature anthology, which might have it, or you can just go on the internet. Maybe your students have laptops. Maybe you can just project it. Either way, you're ready to go. Remember, irony is a contrast between what is expected and what is real. This is, these are the things you're going to be teaching students. If you download the handout in the show notes, because I do show notes, because I'm a professional podcaster. In the show notes, the handout explains what, uh, the three main types, situational, and what when what happens is the opposite of what is expected, verbal, a contrast between the intended meaning and the apparent or expected meaning, and dramatic, when the audience knows something a character does not. So in, in, the, in the necklace, there's quite a bit of situational irony, one of them being uh, that one lady, Mademoiselle, try, tries to impress everyone by having this really cool necklace. And as it turns out, it's the necklace that ruins her because she lost it. That'd be an example. Madame Forestier pays 40,000 francs for a fake necklace. Didn't see that coming. She thought it was real, though. She thought it was real. Dramatic irony? I'm not really sure uh, how much dramatic irony is in this. Uh, it's, I'll, I'll be honest. It's been, uh, it's been a little over a year since I've actually taught this or read this. I just know I liked it. My students liked it. I, I used to teach it every, every year at least uh, at least once quite often multiple classes. So as you read, if you haven't read it in a little bit, you can read with the class and then point things out if you wish, or they can read it on their own. Hey, hey, you're a licensed teacher. <laughs> you don't need me telling you what to do. And of course, we got some verbal irony as well. You know, I, th- I think Madame Loiselle gets a bad rap. I mean, granted, she's needy and materialistic and all that, but her husband saving up money to go on a hunting trip, but won't buy her a dress. It's like, seriously, dude? Anyhow, that's an aside. 
Let's get back to the main thing. And that's the one thing. Well, the one thing I would teach is irony. So I already kind of went over that. <laughs> Here's a good assignment, though. That's not the one thing. A little post-reading assignment for the necklace. A little something I like to do from time to time. You can use this with any story, obviously. You can do whatever you want. You're an adult. <laughs> so here's an activity for teaching the necklace and teaching writing. Have each student do the following after reading the short story. Now you can have each student do each of these things, or you could do like some flexible grouping and have them divvy it up or uh, have them pick one. Pick one or two of these things. I forget what they call it. Student choice. <laughs> student cho- When I was in school, did they give me student choice? No. Like do this or you're done. Anyhow. We're better now, aren't we? So task number one would be to write a brief summary. There is an objective for this. It's called write an objective summary. It's in the federal and standard. And I'm sure your state has a standard that says write an objective summary. 100 to 200 words on this one. Write a brief analysis extolling literary merit in the necklace. This would include stuff like, well, like irony and characterization and theme and all those get getting all literary up in this mug kind of kind of things. It could be a bulleted list. You know your students. Do it however you want. You could have students generate potential lesson activities in a bulleted list. So like your activity, they, they complain, this class is boring. You ever have those classes or like, this class is boring. Then you have them do presentations and they bore everyone to tears. Sometimes I just have students do presentations just so I can tell them how boring they are. Actually, I, I don't really do that. But just so other students recognize that, you know what? This ain't as easy as it looks, buddy. Potential lesson activities. Um, give each section a rating of one to five stars. So, you know, write a brief summary. Okay. Do you think the story was good? One to five stars. Write a brief analysis. Okay. Do you think the literary merit is one to five stars? List potential activities. I don't know how you'd rate that. Uh, and I've cleverly written, I've cleverly written these podcast show notes as an example. So I'm going to start with a summary of the necklace. I have given this a rating of five out of five. I'm glad there's somebody, even if it's just a literary character who's dumber than I am. So here's my summary. Madame Loisel is miserable. She wants to be high class, but she's married to her husband, the clerk. Comes home one afternoon after a hard day's work, no doubt, with an invitation to a party at the Minister of Education's house. Madame Loisel is unhappy, for she has no dress to wear. Her husband, who has worked hard, no doubt, to save up money for a gun, uses the money to buy Madame Loisel a dress. She's still not happy. For what use is a really nice dress if you have no necklace for it? Now, I've never worn a dress or a necklace. And if you have, that's fine. Are the two, are they are they requirements? They must have been back in France where this story's written. That's where Madame Forestier comes in. She has lots of jewels, including a beautiful necklace she reluctantly loans to Madame Loiselle for the party. Now, Madame Loiselle's happy until she loses the necklace. They must borrow money to replace the necklace and spend the next 10 years of their life working hard, no doubt, earning enough to pay back the money they borrowed. One day, while strolling along the Champs-Élysées, Mademoiselle runs into Madame Forestier and tells her what happened. Forestier, taken aback by Madame Loisel's sorry plight, informs her that the necklace she lent her that day 10 years ago was a fake. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's hard. <sighs> Take a deep breath on that one. <sighs> fake necklace. Can you imagine? Am I the only one cringing? Maybe you're cringing at my voice. I don't know. Let's move on. Themes and other topics of discussion for the necklace. This would be the analysis part that I wrote. I give literary merit a five out of five rating. This is an excellent opportunity to teach young people about the dangers of pride, vanity, and debt. So discussions could could center around vanity and pride as a theme. An important necklace theme is that I ever talked the danger of vanity. It is Madame Loisel's vanity that causes her to want to live beyond her means and her pride that prevents her from telling Madame Forestier 
the truth. The dangers of debt. We see how Loisel's uh, life was ruined by debt. Irony, we already talked about irony. Theme, because of its obvious message, the necklace makes a great short story for teaching theme. Uh, we can also uh, draw some conclusions about characters. Uh, we can teach characterization and drawing conclusions. Yeah, I used to do a, uh, it was a writing assignment, which was Madame Loisel before she lost the necklace and Madame Loisel after she lost the necklace. And before she lost the necklace, all she cared about was having the necklace. She cared about going to parties. She cared about uh, materialism. She complained a lot. Her life was pretty good, though. I mean, she had a maid. She had a decent house. Decent food, not great food. After she lost the necklace, well, she had to live in like an attic, and she had to fire the serving staff, and she worked like three jobs sometimes, and they were always uh, making do. And and, uh, But you know what? She gained some character, I think. I kind of liked her at the end. I mean, she realized, uh, I don't know, I'm rambling. Takeaways. If there's one literary element you teach in this story, it's irony. If there's one life lesson you teach in this story, it's the dangers of materialism and debt. And three, it's really fun to read this story with an exaggerated French accent. I don't know how I did today, but you know what is done. I, I tried to do my best. At the very least, I hope you got some value out of it. Two-minute lesson plan. You got a post-reading assignment. We got a little irony in here, a little theme, a little characterization, kind of a writing assignment. She was one of those pretty and charming teachers, born by a blunder of destiny and a family of educators. She had no necklace lesson plans, no necklace teaching activities, no means of remembering the necklace analysis or being understood or loved by students smart and distinguished unless she figured out some teaching activities for the necklace. And she would receive her teacher evaluation from a little clerk in the Department of Education tomorrow. Luckily... She listened to this podcast and won't have to spend 40,000 francs from Madame Forestier. All right, welcome. I'm speaking to you from the bowels of my middle school. Not really, it's a little tiny private room to the side of my classroom. I had a little time after school today. I thought I would uh, record a po- podcast or two. I'm in a very small room. I like it, though. It's cozy. Cozy. Anyhow, enough small talk. It's time for the two-minute lesson plan. All right, if you tuned in last week... On our episode involving Harrison Bergeron, you already know the two-minute lesson plan. You can eat, so if you taught that lesson, you can teach this lesson too. It's the same lesson. But if you didn't listen to that, first of all, why the heck not? <laughs> Seriously, why not? But if you didn't, I'll save you the trouble. We're going to analyze irony in literature because you can't really teach the necklace without teach. Well, you could. I mean, you could do it. But why would you want to? Teaching irony in the necklace is a good thing. So, on your board right now, class is coming in like two minutes, time to go. Put up a three-column chart. Label the left column specific example, the middle column type, the right column explanation or analysis. Boom, you're ready to roll. Make sure, of course, you have a copy of the necklace handy, either in your publishing publisher, donated publisher, sold to you a literature anthology, which might have it, or you can just go on the internet. Maybe your students have laptops. Maybe you can just project it. Either way, you're ready to go. Remember, irony is a contrast between what is expected and what is real. This is, these are the things you're going to be teaching students. If you download the handout in the show notes, because I do show notes, because I'm a professional podcaster. In the show notes, the handout explains what, uh, the three main types, situational, and what when what happens is the opposite of what is expected, verbal, a contrast between the intended meaning and the apparent or expected meaning, and dramatic when the audience knows something a character 
does not. So in, in the in the necklace, there's quite a bit of situational irony. One of them being uh, that one lady, Mademoiselle, try, tries to impress everyone by having this really cool necklace. And as it turns out, it's the necklace that ruins her because she lost it. That'd be an example. Madame Forestier pays 40,000 francs for a fake necklace. Didn't see that coming. She thought it was real, though. She thought it was real. Dramatic irony? I'm not really sure uh, how much dramatic irony is in this. Uh, it's, I'll, I'll be honest. It's been, uh, it's been a little over a year since I've actually taught this or read this. I just know I liked it. My students liked it. I, I used to teach it every, every year at least, uh, at least once, quite often multiple classes. So as you read, if you haven't read it in a little bit, you can read with the class and then Point things out if you wish, or they can read it on their own. Hey, hey, you're a licensed teacher. <laughs> you don't need me telling you what to do. And of course, we got some verbal irony as well. You know, I, th- I think Madame Loisette gets a bad rap. I mean, granted, she's needy and materialistic and all that, but her husband saving up money to go on a hunting trip but won't buy her a dress. It's like, seriously, dude? Anyhow, it's an aside. Let's get back to the main thing. And that's the one thing. Well, the one thing I would teach is irony. So I already kind of went over that. <laughs> Uh, here's a good assignment, though. That's not the one thing. A little post-reading assignment for the necklace. A little something I like to do from time to time. You can use this with any story, obviously. You can do whatever you want. You're an adult. <laughs> so here's an activity for teaching the necklace and teaching writing. Have each student do the following after reading the short story. Now, you can have each student do each of these things, or you could do like some flexible grouping and have them divvy it up, or... Uh, have them pick one. Pick one or two of these things. I forget what they call it. Student choice. <laughs> student choice. When I was in school, did they give me student choice? No. Like, do this or you're done. Anyhow, we're better now, aren't we? So task number one would be to write a brief summary. There is an objective for this. It's called write an objective summary. It's in the federal and standard. And I'm sure your state has a standard that says write an objective summary. 100 to 200 words on this one. Write a brief analysis extolling literary merits in the necklace. This would include stuff like, well, like irony and characterization and theme and all those get getting all literary up in this mug kind of kind of things. It could be a bulleted list. You know your students. Like, do it however you want. You could have students generate potential lesson activities in a bulleted list. So like your activity, they, they complain, yes, class is boring. You ever have those classes are like, this class is boring. Then you have them do presentations and they bore everyone to tears. Sometimes I just have students do presentations just so I can tell them how boring they are. Actually, I, I don't really do that. But just so other students recognize that, you know what? This ain't as easy as it looks, buddy. Potential lesson activities. Um, give each section a rating of one to five stars. So, you know, write a brief summary. Okay. Do you think the story was good? One to five stars. Write a brief analysis. Okay. Do you think the literary merit is one to five stars? List potential activities. I don't know how you'd rate that. Uh, and I've cleverly written, I've cleverly written these podcast show notes as an example. So I'm going to start with a summary of the necklace. I have given this a rating of five out of five. I'm glad there's somebody, even if it's just a literary character who's dumber than I am. So here's my summary. Madame Loisel is miserable. She wants to be high class, but she's married to her husband, the clerk. Comes home one afternoon after a hard day's work, no doubt, with an invitation to a party at the Minister of Education's house. Madame Loisel is unhappy, for she has no dress to wear. Her husband, who has worked hard, no doubt, to save up money for a gun, uses the money to buy Madame Loisel a dress. She's still not happy. 
For what use is a really nice dress if you have no necklace for it? Now, I've never worn a dress or a necklace. And if you have, that's fine. Are the two, are they are they requirements? They must have been back in France where this story's written. That's where Madame Forestier comes in. She has lots of jewels, including a beautiful necklace she reluctantly loans to Madame Loiselle for the party. Now, Madame Loiselle's happy until she loses the necklace. They must borrow money to replace the necklace and spend the next 10 years of their life working hard, no doubt, earning enough to pay back the money they borrowed. One day, while strolling along the Champs-Élysées, Mademoiselle runs into Madame Forestier and tells her what happened. Forestier, taken aback by Madame Loiselle's sorry plight, informs her that the necklace she lent her that day 10 years ago was a fake. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's hard. <sighs> Take a deep breath on that one. <sighs> fake necklace. Can you imagine? Am I the only one cringing? Maybe you're cringing at my voice. I don't know. Let's move on. Themes and other topics of discussion for the necklace. This would be the analysis part that I wrote. I give literary merit a five out of five rating. This is an excellent opportunity to teach young people about the dangers of pride, vanity, and debt. So discussions could could center around vanity and pride as a theme. An important necklace theme is, I already talked, the danger of vanity. It is Mademoiselle's vanity that causes her to want to live beyond her means and her pride that prevents her from telling Madame Forestier the truth. The dangers of debt. We see how uh, Loiselle's life was ruined by debt. Irony. We already talked about irony. Theme. Because of its obvious message, the necklace makes a great short story for teaching theme. Uh, We can also uh, draw some conclusions about characters. Uh, We can teach characterization and drawing conclusions. Yeah, I used to do a uh, it was a writing assignment, which was Madame Loiselle before she lost the necklace, and Madame Loiselle after she lost the necklace. And before she lost the necklace, all she cared about was having the necklace. She cared about going to parties. She cared about uh, materialism. She complained a lot. Her life was pretty good, though. I mean, she had a maid. She had a decent house, decent food, not great food. After she lost the necklace, well, she had to live in like an attic and she had to fire the serving staff and she worked like three jobs sometimes and they were always uh, making do and, and, uh, but you know what? She gained some character, I think. I kind of liked her at the end. I mean, she realized, uh, I don't know, I'm rambling. Takeaways. If there's one literary element you teach in this story, it's irony. If there's one life lesson you teach in this story, it's the dangers of materialism and debt. And three, it's really fun to read this story with an exaggerated French accent. I don't know how I did today, but you know what is done. I, I tried to do my best. At the very least, I hope you got some value out of it. Two-minute lesson plan. You got a post-reading assignment. We got a little irony in here, a little theme, a little characterization, kind of a writing assignment. 